1: Hey, what's up, everyone? It's LTLN67. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich. We are recording on Wednesday, August 6th on a dry run because today we have to beat the clock. I am going to put a clock sound effect here from 24. Boom. I am joined, as always, by the mayor of Danger Bay, my fellow co-host and partner in crime, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude?
0: uh things are doing well here in danger bay it was great to catch up with you this weekend in person yes, had a sir. good time hanging out in washington new hampshire race with you
1: yeah I me and kevin got to hang out this weekend had a great time got some chicken and waffles in tampa which oh my those were good I, I i was snacking on those all night and we got to watch a fun new hampshire race for the yeah. most part it was a good time really good time i am also joined by the former president of r-nascar my good friend and now we know him a little bit better jeremy methfield what's good dude
2: Oh, I don't know. Man, you guys know me a little bit better and still called me back. So, I guess that's a good thing. Uh thanks for having me back again and uh today is actually August 5th, I believe. Did I say so... August 4th? You said the 6th.
1: Well, happy I'm probably August releasing... 5th everyone. To be fair, I'm probably releasing <laughs> it tomorrow.
2: <laughs> well, then it won't be Wednesday. So, you're just all you sit on a throne of lies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have um a lot to talk about in so little time to do it. Kevin's got to be out of here in about 50 minutes and I've got a date with Warzone tonight. So, we got a lot going to cover in so little time. So, first things first, let's start with um New Hampshire and we'll go into the wild F1 race. Is that fair? Yeah, I or... feel like that's
0: that's the best one to start out with and holy crap. <laughs>
1: Well, which one are you talking about now? Because now I'm not not even sure. Are you talking about F one or, or NASCAR here?
0: I I thought you said we alluding to F one there. I mean, I feel like
1: that was oh, we
0: we literally fine, got we'll, cars
1: cars. Yeah, one we'll start with F one then.
0: Cars one finish in real life. Yeah,
1: that was um that was definitely one of the more Except interesting finishes I've ever seen. I oh, what's up? What's up, Mephi? Oh, he's oh, going robo on me.
2: <laughs> no, no, I'm not. You're roboing me. You, you're,
0: robo-
1: you're roboing. I think we you were robo
0: right? for for me, Matthew. Uh, well, I'm
2: sorry, I can't control That's, that. It, is, almost, what it he's,
1: is. He's probably driving right now. Yeah, we were getting slow, Matthew. But yeah, no. <laughs> speaking about someone who was slow there, the Mercedes team at the end, they almost completely shit the bed on the last three laps. Those hard compound tires took an absolute beating, which is something. You don't really see too often our hard compound tires being the culprit for blowouts and Botas and uh Hamilton, both uh with about three to go, respectively, in the last three laps. Tire troubles and Verstappen almost completely blew by Hamilton to win the race.
0: Yeah, it was it was cool to see because, I mean, Silverstone, the way the why the reason why it blows out so many tires because those those S's through. I think it's called like maggots, Beckett's. yeah, yeah. It's so like you're you're going pretty much as fast as you can and turning, and that just pulls the tire literally mm-hmm. apart. And yeah, they I guess the uh, the calculation because it wasn't just Mercedes having troubles; uh, it was McLaren too. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, everyone tar. at
0: the everyone at the end was pretty much just trying to save their tires. And yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people are obviously hindsight's 20 with Verstappen pitting with two to go. But I mean, the team looked at it as okay, we're not sure if Hamilton's going to blow a tire. That's kind of a stupid thing to risk. Let's get that extra championship point. Because obviously, I don't know if Verstappen's going to, Verstappen's not going to win the championship, but that could be an extra point <laughs> that could help him catch BOTOS, especially with BOTOS blowing a tire there at the end. Mm-hmm. That's what Verstappen needed and, and definitely, you know, worked out in his favor. Um, getting that extra championship point obviously didn't win the race. But, I mean, you can't blame Horner and Red Bull racing. They they made the right call, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, they made the right call in the moment. Hindsight's obviously twenty twenty, But I would have, 100 times out of
1: 100 times, I would have done what uh, Red Bull did mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, Matthew, you caught this race, right? Or did you just catch replays? No,
2: I was sleeping.
1: <laughs> Smart. Smart. <laughs> I'm not going to lie no, to you. I, I did. I saw the replays. I, I yeah. did the, I did take a, like, I, I, okay, I went to bed the night before the race at, like, four in the morning, so I woke up and got some breakfast. As soon as I saw Hamilton just blowing away with it, I was like, okay, I'm probably just gonna go back to sleep and, like, wake up in the last five laps. I woke up to Crofty yelling about Hamilton or Botas blowing the tire, I was like, okay, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake, and from that point on, I couldn't go back to sleep. Like, it was, it was just so exciting watching that ending and definitely you know a, a pretty solid race and we get to do it again this weekend
0: yeah i uh i'm i don't wish for more double headers in f1 because i think they do such a good job or at least have in the past with putting on like each event for them yeah at least for me seems like a daytona 500 vibe like it's such a big event mm-hmm. and especially being it with it within country like it's it's so cool i i feel like even something like Silverstone, they have 350,000 people that come to that event every year across three days. And that's just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. how maybe we'll Like every there.
1: day is pretty much sold out, which is incredible. Here's one thing I learned. Um, I did not know that Racing Point and Mercedes had their headquarters very, very close there to that track. That is something I had no idea about. Yeah, it's just a
0: quick stroll from Racing Point.
1: Speaking about stroll and uh Perez Uh, there Um, thank you we unfortunately did not get Sergio Perez this weekend we got some uh Nico Hulkenberg action and unfortunately for Nico Hulkenberg never even got to see the start of the race I have not seen anything that devastating in a minute I feel like it's just I really was hoping that Hulkenberg would be able to showcase maybe get a a points finish out of it because obviously racing point is just Mercedes and they're they've been they've been stellar and yeah, I'm hoping. I don't think he's going to be in the race this week. And I think that Sergio's back. Am I correct on that?
0: I believe you are incorrect. <laughs> well, we'll see. Because I, know I think they have like two
1: a negative ten... tests.
0: Yeah, no, that that's for NASCAR In F1, or at least in in the UK, it's a uh, ten day minimum quarantine period. Mm-hmm. So even if he has tested d- double negative already, um, yeah. I think he's out through because he tested positive or. Negative. No, he has positive on that Thursday. So I guess ten days would be that Sunday. So yeah, they're they're given. I I, I okay. don't. It hasn't been one hundred percent confirmed yet, but Hulkenberg should be in that seat.
1: Yeah, I was saying that Hulkenberg was confirmed back, not that Perez was confirmed. Oh,
0: okay. Back.
1: So nice try, trying to make me yeah. look like a gotcha moment. All right. Yep. See you gotcha. later, Kevin. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, no, definitely looking forward to that. Um. Oh, and just Charles Leclerc, just kind of oopsing into a podium again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's done that twice this season. Good for him. Yeah,
1: that car is not good, and definitely he's driving the ever-living shit out of it. So, I mean, if Mercedes ever is just getting a little sick and tired of Bottas blowing a tire with three to go, I I know someone who who wouldn't do that. Yep. <laughs> oh, Ferrari. They'll they'll, they'll yeah, get he'll their just shit together. stuff in it years. in a wall while leading. Yep. That's true. Yeah, he'll figure that. He'll figure out a way to do that. I'm sure. So, uh, anything else from F1? Um, great oh, run I...
0: by Reno. Right uh, fourth and six mm-hmm. for them is awesome. Norris is still doing Norris things, finishing yes, P5. Then a great run as well by Pierre Gasly. Had a really good charge through the field there at the end.
1: Unfortunately, Pierre Gasly's teammate did not have a good run. And what a scary crash for Kiviat! Yeah,
0: that was that was tough.
1: Yeah, that's another thing you were talking about, Magus Beckett's um going in there, and I, I Kiviat was the first victim, really. Of that um of the S's there. I mean he, he blew his tire in an absolutely terrible spot and hit that wall super, super hard and, and thank goodness he's okay. I mean, as far as I know he's okay.
0: I would say the cliche, thank god for safer barrier, but they did not have safer barrier there.
1: <laughs> thank God for whatever F one uses. Their yeah. cars are <laughs> very safe. Yeah. Um another incident, Lap One Albon, once again, not the most popular driver in the paddock. He uh got into Magnuson in um in at the end of turn or lap one i believe it was and brought out the safety car immediately
0: yeah that was uh i feel bad because that'll be a fun episode to watch on drive to survive next year because apparently netflix was after haas that that uh that weekend oh
1: boy that's Yeah. yeah that's gonna be a fun one i can't wait for the next season i need to finish up uh season two at some point i'm just finishing up a couple other shows so spoiler yeah, alert.
2: No. Hamilton wins.
1: No, no way. You fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiling everything. Um, all right. So moving on to NASCAR then. Yes. Yes. So Brad Keselowski, uh, takes a very solid and very commanding victory. Something I don't think any of us really saw coming. Um, cause normally I feel like at least in the last three years or two years, Keselowski gets the wins early. And then when we get to the end of summer to fall, he kind of falls off a cliff, almost. I mean, at least last year, that's how it felt. Would
0: you say Brad Keselowski won that race?
1: Brad Keselowski won that
0: race. Yeah. Yes. And uh, what a race it was. I mean, him and yeah, Hamlin we... were pretty much throwing haymakers every restart mm-hmm. at each other. And had some good long-run racing, too. I'm pretty sure Hamlin came over the radio at one point and was like, damn, this is good racing. And for a driver to say that as he was getting passed, too, that's, mm-hmm. that's a <laughs> a sign of that love downforce package
1: yeah that that definitely spoke a lot to the um big motor small blade uh yep. discussion that we always seem to have it was medium motor small blade but either way um yeah and that was one of the more exciting uh new hampshire races i'd seen in a while and obviously like the finish didn't really amplify the good racing we saw throughout but i still had a lot of fun watching that it was definitely a lot of uh passing throughout the field and we saw some strategy come in at the end i mean you saw harvick slicing and dicing through the field on just 10 lap fresher tires mm-hmm. so you know obviously if he had a if, if there was a restart in the last 30 laps you know there would have been a lot of interesting plays going in there because i don't think tire wear for like the leaders per se would have been too big of a deal on such a short run so you know harvick obviously had fresher tires but he had to come from like 20th to finish in fifth
0: yeah what's y'all's philosophy would you rather have good racing throughout the race and a meh finish or kind of shitty racing throughout the race. And then like a, an absolute, like kind of like Kentucky
1: pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Matthew, I'll let you go first.
2: Oh, it doesn't matter what we say because NASCAR will say we like what we're seeing. Small motor, (laughs)
1: big blade.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: I will say I would love to have my cake and eat it too, where I can just get a blend of those types of races. Not where every single race is just not going to have an exciting finish, but good racing. I would, you know, sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. Like, obviously, like Kentucky, like that wasn't really a great race. But the finish in the last 25 laps were some of the most exciting racing we've had all season. And obviously, one of the best finishes we've seen all season. So, I mean, it, it, it kind yeah. of varies there. I, I do like what, what we had in New Hampshire a lot. So, I mean, I'll, I'll take the long run finishes because that's organic racing right there, what yep. we saw.
0: I feel like over the last two years, and after seeing the new package and seeing other forms of motorsports, I I like it's it's easier to sit down and watch a race and look back on saying, "Hey, that was a good race." Like I, I look back on New Hampshire saying, "Wow, that was a pretty good race," even with the most not exciting finish, just because there was good racing mm-hmm. throughout and like the whole thing, I was entertained. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely um, sad that New Hampshire only had one date this year. Honestly, with the type of racing we got there, it made me a little sad that we only had one date.
0: I, I'm going to be real. I feel like... One date was good enough for you. One date is good enough for me for New Hampshire. Just <laughs>
1: because in the past, it hasn't been
0: good. Like I, I I like how they gave Vegas a second date, especially with the market there. Obviously, this yeah, year... Yeah, obviously. Maybe, because like, we don't know if Vegas is going to have fans or not, maybe it's like Probably one not. year too soon they went, or a couple years too soon, but... um. I mean, hypothetically, if they were to switch Vegas's fall date back to New Hampshire, just for shits and giggles this year, I wouldn't be opposed.
2: You're not leaving Vegas for New Hampshire. Well, I'm yeah. saying, if New Fenton's Hampshire can nobody have Nobody has ever
0: said. If if New Hampshire can have fans and Vegas can't. I know SMI That's wouldn't it. do it just because logistics and everything. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. You're going to go to
1: Vegas twice before you get to New Hampshire twice. Okay, I know this is, like, a little off-topic, but, Methy, I, I, apparently, Foxwoods Casino, it, it fucking slaps, according to my buddy who's been there. Like, I understand Vegas is known for their casinos and their their luxurious resorts, but I've heard that Foxwoods is fantastic. And anyone listening to the podcast that has been there and can verify this, like, definitely, you know, tweet at Methy there, because I've, I want to definitely visit their, that uh, casino one day. And not to just toot a sponsor's horn there, but, you know, just... I could see them maybe giving you know Foxwoods another weekend essentially because it's what they're going to change the track of the Foxwoods Motor Speedway.
2: <laughs> One good casino does not Vegas make? Yes,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Listen, I've seen the movie Casino. I know what I know what a good casino makes. Okay. Small word did good there, Matthew. Thank you. I, I tried good. You you, you you did you did good. You did good. Um, I wanted to. Give a shout-out to someone. I've, oh, I'll shout-out to the JTG guys, actually not finishing in last this weekend and having two good runs. Obviously, you know, it's not really a top-10 day, but, you know, both cars finishing deserve some kind of recognition. Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: Special yeah, shout-out I...
2: to uh, Spire Racing, and Rick Ware has become an eight-car team now with the acquisition of uh, mm-hmm. the Vine Family Racing for next
0: year. Is that, wait, really? Yeah, well, it's Spire. I guess, I, I feel like, wait, before we go into that, do we have anything else from um, New, New Hampshire, Hampshire. that yeah. we'd like to talk about?
1: Um. Well, first of all, shouts out to Kevin for his Matt Kenseth pick, and Kenseth uh. s- subvertly throwing three cautions out in- into the track in a row. It got to the point where the fourth one came out and I said, fucking, that's Kenseth. Get him off the track.
0: Yeah, it got to the, it's so bad that they literally had to change crew chiefs. And thank God, because I was never a fan of Chad Johnson when I was a Tony Seward fan first and a Larson fan second. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought Chad Johnson was just Mr. All right, we got a chance to win. Yeah, four tires and fuel, that'll do it. And we have yeah, that... track, like, Kentucky, <laughs> that literally gives you better runs when you have old tires and stuff like that. It... it I'm glad he's out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but as the Cup crew chief, who of a, of drivers I've been fans of the last five years, that was pain.
1: Yeah. yeah, um, gotta say we're getting closer now to the um the playoff cutoff line, and a terrible performance from uh the driver, of the twenty car Eric Jones. It's it's not looking good for him making the playoffs. I'm a little concerned about him. I'm getting concerned about William Byron there also. Just um. You know, I don't think that he has what it takes to really make the playoffs. But good run for Tyler Reddick. Great run for Matt DiBenedetto. Had a top five until maybe the last three laps, I think, is when Harvick got around him. Um, And once again, Eric Almirola. I think this is now 25 top tens in a row. I don't even know I've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's I happen. would say it's ridiculous. <laughs> everyone, um, Kyle Busch and up, is pretty <laughs> much locked in.
1: And Kyle okay, Bush could finish
0: last every single Cliff race. Boyer, DiBenedetto, Byron, while they are in, I do not feel comfortable, especially, mm-hmm. I mean, Byron's right on that cut line. And
1: DiBenedetto's been he... having
0: good runs, but what? I don't think he's super consistent. I think his little points cushion that he has right now will help him. But then, yeah. Yeah. Reddick's looking like the best bubble driver at the current moment. Um, Johnson's mm-hmm. been good, but doesn't finish. And then Jones is just so inconsistent.
1: Yeah, so out of all the bubble drivers going into the last, I think now we have five races until Daytona's cut off,
0: or four? Correct. Five until yes. Daytona's cut off, yeah.
1: Obviously, Daytona's a wild card race, so we can't really, like, pick a winner there. Which one? Any? I was going to say the road um, course the is open. probably
0: more of a wild card, for me at least, because we've had kind of predictable winners on the Super Speedways
1: as of late, after Justin Hill I guess. At least. Do you guys yeah. see any of these bubble winners in, like, the top, from 21st to, like, the the last cutoff driver of kyle or whoever almerol i think it is now um winning I a race I, in those next
2: i think with uh two races at daytona in august where it rains a lot you guys know this i'm assuming correct
0: yes it does it oh, does yeah rain wow in Florida during this time what of
2: year. are what are the odds of them getting halfway pop up thunderstorm lose the track hey uh ryan priest you're in the playoffs now at the road. Is he, course. Is he even and top then, 30 in
0: points? Yes. Barely. Yeah, and then, <laughs> barely.
2: <laughs> or at the, at the play track. Hey, Joe, Niemicek, John, John, sorry, Joe, John Hunter, Niemicek, you're in the playoffs. The bubble, the, the playoff cutoff bubble, whatever you want to say, it is wide open until the oh, yeah. checker flies at the Daytona oval race.
1: There is oh, Matthew, nobody. forgot. Nobody is safe. Matthew, you do, you, you do know that NASCAR does have rain tires for the Daytona Oval, right? Or R- Roval, sorry.
0: Oh, God. The Oval.
1: <laughs> the Daytona Oval on rain tires! Get the fuck out of here! Oh, God. That would be awful.
0: <laughs> or
1: awesome. Oh Dude, I'm telling you, it is going to... like Our luck, the way 2020 has gone, is that it'll be sunny, dry, and miserable for the Roval and raining all weekend for the Oval. But hopefully... It's Florida. It will As rain tradition. for the Roval. Like, I, I just... It's, it's mid-August when that race is happening. What you need to be concerned about are the lightning storms, not the rain itself. Because it doesn't just rain in Florida. It's rain and lightning. So, that's the only thing I got to say. Justin Haley has entered the chat. What are you doing? Um, basically, there, there's a lot of shit that can go on here. So, I'm...
2: Imagine I, this. I, Imagine this. Roval at Daytona. It's raining. Lightning forces it tonight in the rain. No practice, no uh-huh. qualifying. Go. <laughs>
0: oh, God. I definitely, mean, a, a definitely quick look ahead. My, my
2: nipples just got hard. That made me excited <laughs> thinking about it.
0: A quick <laughs> look ahead. The forecast for that Sunday says a thunderstorm possible. So, you never They're know. They're just saying that to throw <laughs> it out there to be safe. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay, do we got anything else? Oh, Arca Sam Mayer won, but no one's really sure about that just because. There was no TV coverage. No one was at the track. Um, I'm pretty sure that GMS is just saying that they won, and everyone's going with it.
0: Yeah, I could I mean it would work? That trick would work on me.
1: I mean, I I would never know. Yep. Haven't haven't watched an ARCA race in a couple of weeks since Kentucky. I think so. Not to say the ARC is bad.
0: No, no.
1: Just map. Yeah. I don't have map TV. Okay. <laughs> um all right so i guess we can just move along now do you mind yeah do my thing kevin all right located off of us highway 12 on more than 1400 acres approximately four miles south of the village of brooklyn in the scenic irish hills of southeastern michigan lies the two mile moderately banked d-shaped oval known as michigan international speedway once known for its high speed racing and one of the fastest tracks on the nascar circuit with qualifying speeds of almost 215 miles an hour going to turn one, the track is one of the widest on the circuit. Recently known for its 2012 repave and single file racing, the track has had memorable moments such as Mark Martin impaling his own asshole. Redacted and Chase Elliott battling each other on worn tires were Redacted to get his first career win. And of course, Brian Vickers won there once. I I couldn't think of the last one. Sorry. That was He great. did he did indeed win there. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Yeah, dude. I think that was his only win with um Red Bull. With Red Bull. Yeah. I could yeah. be wrong on that. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure that's he right. He had a better career. Um all right. So yeah, we got um Michigan this weekend. Um last few races I I don't think they've been less than exciting. I mean, obviously the Kyle Larson races were, were a lot of fun when he was like actually having a battle for the wins there. Um you know, Boyer won there recently on uh fuel stra or I'm sorry, rain and strategy. Uh I can't even tell you who won there last year. Was it Lugano?
0: Lugano and Harvick won. And I only know that because I I literally did a project in my um business analytics class about this race. We had to make like a statistical thing. So I, I literally watched that race a couple times through and counted the amount of green flag passes per lap. Um, oh my God! Yeah that 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 was a fun project. And Ooh, Pretty much, it it told the tale of the typical high downforce, low horsepower package. Being there's a lot of passes on the first couple laps, and then it falls off, and you can't pass.
1: Sounds right. And of yep. course, we will get PJ one, I assume, making I, the return this weekend. I I don't.
0: Does Michigan need it? I don't know. I actually don't don't know if it's gonna do that. Do NASCAR
2: tracks do that? I thought uh, I thought SMI had the uh, monopoly on PJ one.
0: Yeah, I I'm trying to think. I feel like Bob. Bob, does Michigan have lights? Bob. (laughs) I uh, I'm I'm y'all talk. I'm gonna look this up.
1: (laughs) Okay, so basically, I'm one thing I'm looking forward to more than anything this weekend is the truck race there, and and that Kevin, that is happening. I'm not incorrect on that. Friday night. Friday night. Oh, Friday night. Oh, God damn. Cause
0: Michigan you... doesn't have lights.
1: Yeah, how the fuck are they doing a Friday night? Did they finally put headlights on these bitches?
0: No. Yeah, it's a 6 p.m. start time, so good luck.
1: Okay, good luck. To... Well, that's 6 p.m. Eastern time, so it would be 5 p.m. Central. Oh, they're fine. They'll get it in. No, Michigan's Eastern time zone.
2: Yeah, Michigan, I, in East, but here's the thing, though. They're on the western part of the time zone, yeah. so essentially they get a lot more daylight. Shit, I was up in Holland, Michigan one year, and it was sunny at, like, ten 15. I'm like, I'm That's not weird. comfortable
1: with this. That's <laughs> weird. Okay, so we that, that truck race will be fine as long as, you know, no big incidences. I mean, last year it was a huge wreck there and took out a bunch of championship competitors, so... You know, but I mean, I love the Michigan truck race. I love the restrictor plates that they put on that because the racing has been good. I know there was a good battle between Peters and Bubba Wallace years ago. and That was a fantastic finish. And uh, what was it? I'm pretty sure Kligerman's won there before, too. Um, Eric Darnell won there. Eric Darnell won there. Eric Darnell did win there. (laughs) I, I look forward to that race. We got a cup doubleheader this weekend. 312 miles each. Inverse on Sunday. I'm definitely – we're not going to make our Sunday picks until we see what the field looks like after Saturday's race. So, we'll make our Saturday picks. Um, I will say one thing. Guys, I have finally done the point standings. It took me three weeks, but I've done it again, and I have oh. some bad news for you, Kevin.
0: I have lost my lead again.
1: You have not only lost your leaf lead, you have fallen off a cliff. Oh, God. You scored at Kansas negative two points because you picked Ryan Priest. Tyler Reddick and Joey Slogano.
0: And ah.
1: Logano got you negative ten points, so you only you, you only got negative two that week. And what a what a disappointment from going from Austin Dillon as your dark horse winner to just you're a solid thirty nine points behind me. But of course, you can make that up in one weekend. Methy, you have actually kind of caught up to Alex now, so you might not be last after this weekend. No, I will be. It's okay. <laughs> Optimism <laughs> had its full potential right there. So, Bethy, I'm gonna let you pick first this weekend. You, all the pressure's on you. So, give me your dark horse.
0: But before we get into a pick, one final thing: I um, don't have an update on the PG one, but they did use it at the races last year, and that's because it is the same package, I would assume so. Um, yeah, I,
1: I would assume so. Also, I feel like that's that's. Probably... So I'd say
0: in your picks, make. Sure, the PJ1's a factor.
1: Okay, my favorite for the win is uh, PJ1. Yep. <laughs> All right, Matthew, give me your Dark Horse.
2: Uh, dark Horse, I'm going with Michael McDowell. Okay. Nice. I
0: see, see somehow,
2: did I read he was like either 20th in points or I forget what it was. So he's
0: actually 20th in points. He's yeah, running really like, well cool
1: this season. Yeah. He's better. He's listen. I, I mean, you've got to give him credit for you know having consistently good finishes. I can only think of two races he's really wrecked out of. So I mean, honestly, uh, good the for all wrecked star colleges. opened. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, yes and no. Um, what was it? The uh, Pocono race is the other one I can top of. my head. I believe you. I the second, know. the second one because the first one he finished in like eighth.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I picked him for the second one.
1: You fool! Uh, well, good know. luck, uh, Signard and uh, Michael McDowell's top twenty. Um, Sorry about that, okay. Kevin.
0: I'm going to go with Mr. Excitement himself, Ricky Stenhouse. I feel like he's obviously not had the the greatest runs as of late, but mm-hmm. I feel like Michigan is a track where he can just completely dive bomb and make these aggressive moves, especially like on restarts. And I think that'll favor him and. Honestly, I'm trying to make some Hail Mary picks right now. Yeah, we're getting into the nitty-gritty here. At the end yeah, of the anything with JT with JTGs, a uh, bit of a stretch, so I'm pretty much just holding on.
1: All right. Uh, taking the um, meth
0: field approach. Yeah. Good luck with
1: that. Yeah. Since I'm leading and I'm just going to continue trying to extend my lead, I'm going to go ahead and pick Christopher Bell as my dark horse. He, has, he was looking good last weekend, actually having a great run, and then decided that uh, his arm was itchy and spun it out. Um just typical, typical rookie mistakes. But you know, uh Christopher Bell has seen Michigan many a times in the Xfinity series and the truck series. So I'm not concerned about his experience and obviously he does have a little bit more luck, I think, at finishing these longer, b- bigger track race I don't know how to describe it. The tracks that yeah, are bigger no. than two mile, a mile and a half. I think he he's has been better he's luck been
2: there in Xfinity, he's been in there in the trucks, so he's been there in Probably two faster he. vehicles. So mm-hmm. no, yeah, this should be nice
1: and easy for him now. All right, so I'm going with Christopher Bell. Methy, give me your sleeper.
2: Uh, sleeper is Eric Elmerol considered a sleeper anymore? Yes, yeah, he
1: he's still is. literally the best the sleeper definition. you can pick.
2: Yep. All right, I'll take I'll I'll take him then. Sorry, sorry for his bad luck, but
1: I'll take him now. <laughs> this is the end of the top ten streak, unless he starts on the pole again. Oh, he I'm will. Sure. Yeah. Um, Kevin.
0: So. For the Saturday race, I'm gonna go with Kurt Busch. Okay. But that that's a tease of what's going to be my pick for the Sunday
1: sleeper pick. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see what happens there, because if you're trying to say I, that, Kyle... I think some if you're strategy... trying to say Kyle Busch is a sleeper.
0: No, because I think some strategy is gonna go down for the uh the invert on Saturday. Yeah, I have a feeling
1: that we'll see a Bowman strategy with drivers that have already won races. Jimmy um, Johnson for the poll. That well I am going to go Talk ahead, ahead and I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna. I know I say I'm picking Eric Almirola every week until he stops getting top tens, but now the methy is victim. I'm kidding. Um, I'm going to go with Eric Jones. He needs to get his ass in gear, and I think that uh, the Michigan boy
0: home track, could,
1: yeah, home track, he could easily um, surprise all zero fans in the stands and get his first win at Michigan. So I'm I'm looking at Eric Jones my sleeper this week. So, Methy, give me your favorite. Who's gonna finish in last?
2: Kevin Harvick.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair going enough.
2: With the, going with a going with a Ford crew this week.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad pick, honestly. You know, he won here last year. Put his son in the car. Endangered his child. It's a great, great, great job on his behalf. That's
2: the best part of being a
1: parent. <laughs> of course, how could I? <laughs> as, as someone with zero children, I have no experience in this field. But now you're giving me. Uh, Motivation to, to be a great father, Matthew. Thank you. Good luck with everything. You're gonna <laughs> <it>. uh, Kevin, <laughs> give me your favorite.
0: I My favorite, honestly, I hate to do it, but he's just been so good at these high downforce, small blade tracks, and even if he doesn't win, I know he'll get me some points, so I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin.
1: All right, anyone but Denny. Yeah. Oh man, this is gonna make my pick a little more challenging. But you know what? I'm starting to believe again. I know that I I usually shit on him for uh, for not being able to perform late in the season, but I think after last week's performance, I'm back on board the Brad Keselowski train. I'm gonna I'm gonna take bad Brad to go back to back.
0: I I would actually feel bad if Brad got the win this week, his first ever win in Michigan, just because. He's there's he's literally said, there. yeah, like there's you know? no one there. He's literally said this. This is pretty much like it means as much to him as a Daytona 500. So,
1: yeah, and uh, especially yeah, not, I went, hang on one second.
0: Not knowing Michigan's exact future for 2021 and beyond, this might be the most amount of shots he gets in a weekend to ever win at Michigan. So he might as well make the most of mm-hmm. that
2: What did you say about 2021 and beyond? I'm Michigan? just saying
0: if, if Michigan doesn't have two dates. Oh, would I'm not worried. be surprised. You,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa! What have you seen? I've never what, even what, heard of that.
0: Would not have. Would not be
2: surprised. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Yep. We'll talk later off the we'll, air.
0: We'll talk later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed I picked both Michigan home homeboys here. Yes, so, you did. Yeah, that, that, yep. yeah. I got I got Keselowski and Jones. Is there any other Michigan drivers? I might just change my dark. Quickly. Quinn Half? I'm gonna keep my dark horse, yeah. <laughs> Vinny Miller.
2: Vinny Miller's from Detroit, or not no. Detroit? Oh hell Detroit yeah!
1: Oh, he's not gonna be in the Cup field, so I'm not. I'll take you know what? I'll 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 take a shot. Give me Vinny Miller as my favorite for the Xfinity race.
2: <laughs> ah, he won't be there.
1: Ah, well, fuck. Rats. Um. All right, so we got a bunch of races this weekend. We already alluded to the truck race. I'm gonna just check to see anyone interested entering in that real quick because I feel like we we'll, might get something. David Reagan uh,
0: was going to enter,
1: and then... John Max Hunter Niemicek's no in the 8. Okay. Um. Yeah, David Reagan is entered, actually, at the, at the moment. In the 17 truck. Mm-hmm. So, I don't... you think that's going to change? No. I Jesse Ouija's in the 33. I, he's making his X-Fanny debut also. I, I thought... Recall. Is he making... Wait, is he... Wait, in the race, or is he
0: a commentator okay
1: this is some this is these are the trucks that are attempting to qualify i'm reading okay that. like there's 41 trucks entered which god bless no i think um ooh, dawson actually, cram i've never heard of that guy so good good for him Jeb whoever's Martin's last the on truck.
0: owner's points isn't gonna make it just because of no qualifying
1: why did they even show up
0: yeah um i, I don't know
1: okay so uh, uh, i i i so i guess a parker clickerman won't make it in the 75 then
2: that's what it was. That's who it was. Uh, Tucker Bergerman says, we made it. We put the entry list in. We were good to go. And then everybody else started to pile in. He's like, well, <laughs> we're out.
1: Yeah, Damn it. That's some bullshit. He's actually so a annoying. past winner. I fucking
0: hate I no I freaking qualifying. hate no qualifying. As...
1: Just literally send them out one lap. Put them all on the track like they Messed up with years ago, and just get it over and done with.
0: Literally, so stupid. I, I never want to hear a broadcast say, "Yeah, they're doing everything they can during this coronavirus." No, you're not. You're not having practice f- or qualifying. Well, you know, f- if F1 F1's can 10. have FP one through three qualifying and a race, I don't want to hear it. Well, not. To they get also have. they They've also done masks. over
2: twelve thousand actual tests. Who? F1. Have they? Yeah, oh. I read that today. There's only what been the f- f- the What the fuck is a David 000?
0: Gravel? He's a uh, dirt sprint car dirt driver. He's yeah. he's he going
1: race in Michigan? God bless his heart. Yeah, I
0: think he was supposed to do the uh, Eldora race. That's not happening. But,
1: you I'm not know. trying to be mean to David Gravel. I, I don't recognize that guy's name. No, no. He's he's a big dirt guy. Um, That's ironic that the, his name is David Gravel and he's a dirt guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I find that actually kind of funny. That Mike is Wallace funny. is racing in the Zero this week. In oh, the who's, Xfinity.
0: In the, who's in the Six?
1: Uh, Jade Buford.
0: Who never heard. Wow.
1: Of okay, I guess we
0: should Jeff- mention that the Xfinity race is not at Michigan, it's at Road America.
1: Ah. Yeah. You got me there, Kevin. You got yeah. me there. Okay, I was wondering why <laughs> Andy Lally was um in it. So, uh, here's a lot of drivers um like some road ringers. We got dude P Money's in the field. Let's go. Preston Partis is in. The <laughs>
0: Hell field. yeah, P Money.
1: P Money. We got um RC Enerson. I've heard that name before. Um Jade Buford in the sixth. Hemrick's in the eighth, so hopefully he doesn't get spun. Yeah, Jesse Ouija's in the 13 for Carl Long this weekend. That's going to be exciting. And all these cars are going to make the field because there's 37 showing up at the moment. Yes. Scott Heckard in the 78. I'm just looking to see. Okay. Yeah, I'm dude, I love Road America every single year. Last year was super exciting with De Benedetto in the field and a bunch of uh incidents going on, especially between Gregson and Almendinger there at the end. Um and Almendinger's in the field, so he's probably gonna be the favorite again this weekend.
0: I was driving up to Tallahassee, um, listening to that race whenever it was last year. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I was cheering for and I was like, "Oh, a Last turn goes off," and I'm like, oh, you gotta be shitting me, dude!" <laughs> it was so
1: embarrassing too because he just completely yeeted it off yeah. the track, and hit the wall, yeah. and I was like, "Dude, how do you even do that?" Like, "Yeah, oh I've man!" And of course, I just that, I just oh, got uh,
2: I just got Road America for eye uh, racing.
0: Ah, and nice. oh.
2: I can put together a badass lap. I mean, I was like pole speed if I took like the best corners from like eight or ten What laps I did right in there. Uh, an Xfinity car. Nice.
1: What lap times are you doing? Because I was watching my buddy racing. He was he was doing two twenty twos, two twenty threes.
2: Well, here's the problem. My best lap was a two twenty two. Like I could go through one through eight, perfect, and then I'll go off at the kink. I can <laughs> go uh, off yeah. at turn go off at turn one and be just flawless the rest of the uh, rest of the lap. It's like, i put together a badass lap if I could take pieces
1: from six or seven different if you laps. can
0: superscore it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, gotta g- I gotta get on then. iRacing soon. This has gotta
1: happen. If anyone uh, listening really wants to help me get iRacing, please, please, <laughs> donate to me. Not the podcast. Alright, so let's, let's round out the field. Kevin?
0: Yeah, so we've had some big news this week. Um, I, I feel like the first... I, I'm not sure which one's more obvious, but I'll, I'll lead with this one. Um, so Levine Family Racing sold their team to not confirmed 100 yet but it's pretty much going to be just spire motorsports so basically we're trading out a fifth jgr car on track for another box
1: yeah i don't understand this move at all but obviously it's the furniture row racing type deal where it's costing them too much money i have to assume to run this competitively and that's super unfortunate because basically now the writing is super on the wall that eric jones is probably out of the 20 car and christopher bell's moving to the 20 all i'm saying
0: if anyone from gaunt brothers racing management is listening to this podcast right now please do not align yourself with jgr in the future people (laughs) need to stop aligning themselves with
1: jgr in general it just seems to be a downfall for like obviously, like, yeah, Barney uh, Miller or not, Barney, I can't remember his name. Barney Visser, Visser. Visser. yes, yeah. <laughs> He won a championship with JGR, and that's like the pinnacle. But they still hemorrhaged money and had to like shut down a year after winning the championship, which is bullshit, in my opinion. Like it's kind of ridiculous that we're losing so many teams because of how expensive it is. And this is why I'm really hoping with the new car that NASCAR makes it more affordable, or just puts a spending cap.
0: Yeah, they were pretty much saying, like, the Alliance was good for this year, but they were going to be close to red. Um, LFR, that is. And then the next-gen car would have been a savior, but then you can't... Now, with it getting pushed back, he pretty much had no option. And I don't know if y'all know. listened to his uh, his transcript of... Basically, the summary of what um, he said, or the team president said. But it was pretty much, like, he's he sounded pissed. Like, it was... NASCAR is going to leave a sour taste in his mouth. Which, as a team owner, that's not what you want to hear for any mm-hmm. prospects trying to come into the sport. Oh, it's he's ridiculous, some man.
2: Mad shit next year. Oh yeah, it's he's a shit. Already shame on we... Twitter, blasting
1: people. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. No, he's been known for that. Bob does not uh, lay lay down uh, and roll over. He 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 gives the shit right back. Yeah,
0: and so that's that's a real shame. Besides that, the other big news from this week that honestly kind of caught me a bit off guard after his remarks after Sunday's race is Brad Kozolowski has signed a one-year contract extension to be in the Penske two for next year, which is, I mean, he like literally, I don't know if you, what I was referencing, if you guys heard, but he was like, yeah, like the state of the, the contract game is so weird now. Cause if you don't have money, like you're pretty much just hoping someone has faith in you and he didn't sound confident at all in his, his future, and then literally 24 hours later, he gets a contract extension.
1: Mm hmm. Uh, Methy, uh, he's there? uh,
2: huh. no, I'm, I'm still here. He's uh, going to the uh, 48 in 2022 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, here, yeah, they, yeah,
1: here's my thing I think that Brad... it's, like, stop gap, it's a
2: stopgap year. That's all, yeah.
1: He's <laughs> waiting until the new car comes out to figure out what to do from there. I mean, I don't think he's gonna retire at all. You know he's not Sebastian Vettel, where he won four straight championships and can just mail it in now. Like he's um he's still hungry, and obviously this year is showing it. He's not giving up. I, I have a prediction. I don't know if they've announced that the cars are going to be the same for next year, but I could see maybe Ryan Blaney moving to the two and Keslowski back to the twelve. Since it's going nah, to last they'll, year, probably they'll keep Brad in the in the two. I mean, um, but Miller didn't Light's they do not that this anymore, year Like
2: the tr- didn't they do that with a crew chief change? Yeah, that's true.
0: I just think while Brad is still under the Penske belt, they'll keep him in the two. Now, when he goes off, if they put Blaney in the two, I could see that because I I, I feel like the two has always been this, you know, kind of badass type of driver with a lot of a lot of personality. And I don't personally see Austin Zindrick fitting that mold. Um, so I, yeah, would not be surprised (laughs) if, uh, they gave Blaney or even like the two, I, 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 I feel like Lugano solid in the 22 22
1: with that team. And here's the thing. I could just see them moving all the drivers up, like maybe like Blaney in the two Logano in the 12 and then Cindric in the 22, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. I mean, but right now I feel like this deal definitely says, Cindric, you got one more year in xfinity try and win back-to-back championships and yeah and i don't prove that gonna... you belong here
0: what i feel like if this was a normal year um matt de benedetto would have been on the hot seat especially just with Cindric being up but i don't think Penske mm-hmm. wants to bring him up have him learn an entire car in 2021 yeah. and then relearn a brand new car or not relearn just learn a brand new car in 2022 yeah. with the next gen car like that's why i don't think briscoe is going to come up, or not Not that I think he shouldn't, because I think Briscoe's the most cup driver-worthiness guy in the vicinity right now, but that to was learn great a new English. car. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I guess there's rumblings of Boyer coming back now in 2021, so if he's done after that year, then maybe Briscoe takes his spot in 2022 instead of next year.
1: We're going to look really stupid if Boyer comes back next year. Oh. Well, I mean, to be fair, he, he told us in he person. Did... He was <laughs> drunk also when he said it, so we can't but um yeah, that was uh definitely silly season it is going to be a little less exciting, but it's kinda obvious it had to be that way considering, you know, how No, I,
0: I still feel I mean, we still don't know where Bubba Wallace is gonna end up. We don't know where Eric Jones, Christopher Bell, that's gonna be the big stories. So who just Toyota you hear... and Gibbs want
1: more? I think you mentioned about Bubba Wallace, he was offered like part-time team ownership in yes. RPM.
0: Yeah, which is crazy because I don't, I don't remember that ever being part of a contract deal because uh, I guess there's they really rumblings of, of him going to the 42 next year, which surprises me because I thought Chastain was all but confirmed already in that car. Um, <laughs> and maybe his performance in Xfinity this year, they want to wait a little bit before pushing him up, even though he has so many starts in the Cup Series already. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll see where where everything goes. Mm-hmm. apparently
1: spires well, running the 74 this weekend
2: yeah that's for the uh kevin james netflix show so yep. they had to come up with a quote fictional car fictional sponsor so they're running a fake uh, steak stake. fake, fake steak stake, yep
1: all right let's go fake that... steak 74 baby um, yeah
0: i uh i'm curious because like when they first announced that that people are like so f1 gets drive to survive and NASCAR gets a cheesy Netflix comedy with Kevin James, and I'm like, I get the frustration, but it's not supposed to be a drive to survive. But then after drive, well, I've been watching Drive to Survive too much. I'm like, damn, it would be so cool to see a NASCAR Drive to Survive.
1: Eh, it wouldn't be as exciting. The drivers aren't as emotional. I feel like as they are in. A... I feel um, like driving per- to survive right after after Xfinity week. would be more exciting.
0: That that would be sweet. Like I don't know. I feel like going into Daytona and then like having a camera on. Eric Jones and Christopher Bell would just be phenomenal. Something no. like that. I mean, I would be down for it. But yeah, we uh, we get Fake Stake seventy four instead with no Kevin way. James. Um, I'm. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll. Yeah. Be interested to see how it is. Yeah. For sure. Nah, my... You're
2: absolutely right, though. I think a, a drive to survive for the Xfinity series would be amazing. mean, you follow <laughs> somebody so like. Uh, Follow like somebody like Chase Briscoe, who's got Mm -hmm. you know top-of-the-line cars. Team Greg Zipadelli as his backup crew chief, just because. And then you go with somebody like uh, JD Motorsports. Somebody like uh, a Ryan Vargas. Follow somebody Mm -hmm. trying to get in. See how hard he's fighting, Jesse Little, just to see how hard they're trying to get in. And then even at the top level, how hard he's trying to stay in and possibly move up. There's so much fighting top to bottom for different reasons. It's beautiful. That would make for good TV, I think. I would think. But then again, I am an idiot, so.
1: For sure. I definitely <laughs> want to see um, the JRM uh, episodes, especially when they start battling each other as hard as they do with Gregson and Allgaier. Those mm-hmm. would be a lot of fun. I definitely feel like a Drive to Survive in Xfinity would be a lot more fun than Drive to Surviving Cup. Just, I, I don't think the Cup guys really can be as vocal as, like, the F1 guys can be. Just because, yeah. like, the F1 guys are pretty much... You know, they're, they're as open as they can be. And the team directors are fucking wonderful on that show. So I, I, we can't have anyone with that much personality. NASCAR would lose its mind. <laughs> um, Alan Day interested in cup races at Daytona now. So nice. that's de- uh, that's the uh, Roval. And Charlotte Roval he's looking at. Um, So that could be interesting. I know I was talking about um, Hinchcliffe was interested in doing something that weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, Kligerman. Uh, you know, there's a lot of opportunities there for some drivers to make starts there. So, yeah, we got a lot going on and we got a lot of racing. So, yeah, say well.
2: All of IMSA, all of IMSA is just like, hey, call me.
1: <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm available. I have experience here. <laughs> I mean, Earl, it was announced Earl
0: Bamber um, from the, the Porsche IMSA team is going to be running Xfinity with RCR. And I mean, that's legit win contender right there um especially after yeah. finishing second in this class this year or third whatever. um uh speaking of imsa and to round out of the field cuz i got to go in a yeah. second um two final things imsa is going to be on the roval in october which is going to be yes phenomenal um, not like the DPIs or anything, but the GTD class is yeah, so That's going to awesome. be super sweet. Super jealous of Christian of to be able to <laughs> watch those cars. <laughs> another another
1: race in his condo. Wow! can't yeah. wait to
0: see the tweets. And then the final thing, some uh, just kicking the nuts news pretty much from IndyCar. The Indy 500, unfortunately, will be run without fans in two weeks.
1: Sorry, Matthew. I wasn't going. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, at I least mean, you're staying I, safe at home. I like it,
0: that's going to be tough. I feel like more than any other event I've seen this year, that's going to be the one without fans because literally 300,000 people there in one day, and then going from all that to zero. I mean, seeing it at 25% capacity was going to be weird. Don't get me wrong, but it's pretty much just like watching a Brickhaired 400 race at that point with the crowd. Yeah, but just be awesome. No be awesome one on there, this. just complete. I, I, I'm curious to see how 230 miles per hour sounds echoing off the empty grandstands. That, that should be some Ooh. cool sounds.
1: Yeah. I mean, loud as hell. Do um, yeah.
0: you think they're uh, so, still I'll black be it out in Indy? <laughs> No, they, they said they're not going to black it out. Thank God. Cause that would just be, that's <laughs> that how to piss off to every Speedway Indiana fan right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: man. Um, okay. So real quick, just want to give a shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Me and Kevin were on their latest episode of 10 Minutes With Um, We had a lot of fun with DJ Fluck. He was really awesome. You know, we talked a lot about camping, Phoenix Motor Speedway, what's been going on with our podcast, and gave a little bit of advice. Check that out. It's on YouTube. We shared it on our Twitter account. Make sure to follow us at LTLN Podcast. Um, And, yeah, until next week, we're going to have a longer episode with so much racing to talk about. We beat the clock. It is 7.54. We did it. So I have been Anthony.
0: I have been Kevin. I'm still Matthew.
1: And we'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Because I'm counting on
1: you You told me that I could I like it when I am surrounded by you That's when I feel good More of the good, less of the bad Is how I think At least I
0: tried I did what I could
1: Rob this underhanded defense. I don't
2: want to hear none. And I'm so over all this underhanded
0: expense. Just want to have fun. It does a mind and body good to decompress. In the right of my
1: That was as clutch as it could have possibly been. Holy shit.